видимо, это стоит. Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of uh, Real Keeping the Real with Dr. Linda Chen. I'm the co-host, Audrey Bell Kearney. Happy to see you guys here. Hope you had a wonderful February. Like we are rolling right into the end of February. And oh my goodness, it'll be March 1st, like in a, in a hot minute. So um, hope you guys are doing well today. It's a beautiful day here in Gwinnett County. Um, 60, 71 degrees. It's crazy weather, y'all. It's almost yeah. spring. It's not spring yet, but it's crazy weather. So, Dr. Chen, welcome again. Welcome again. Good to see you as always. Thank you. Likewise, my sister. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, this is interesting because, um, you know, a lot of times <laughs> I've heard this. I'm sure you heard it plenty of time. I heard God say, now, I got to tell you a quick funny story, Dr. Chen. I love it. There is, there is, there's a young lady it's a couple, it's a couple of young ladies. And one young lady always said the same thing. I heard God say. And so one of the other young ladies in the group always goes, oh my God, God is always saying something to her. Right. But when I listen to it, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that person is kind of trying to hide behind God so they don't have to do the work <laughs> that they really need to do. So it's mm. like, I heard God say, so mm. is it really God or is it your subconscious, your ego talking? So let's talk mm. about it. Wow, 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 wow. So um, I used to probably say it more than I wish I did when I first really began to know that I was hearing his voice, but people don't always want to know that you're hearing his voice, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, and then sometimes what we'll say is something told me or I was led, right? And mm -hmm. so we have to be mindful um, in this walk with Christ that we are not religious and using such jargon where we are turning people off from Christ. Our responsibility is to glorify God. Our responsibility is to draw people to Jesus by being the light. And so constantly saying things like that, listen, even people who hear God every day don't want to hear that every day. <laughs> You feel me? Um, yes, I feel you, you ma'am. I feel you. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how does one recognize though? Because sometimes I feel like, and so I never really paid that attention until one of the other young ladies kind of brought it to my attention because I'm always busy. So I'm like, I click the like, love, and keep it moving until I got the I got a I got an email one that goes, Oh my God, God is always speaking to them. So how, how can you how can you discern whether it's God voice or whether it's really you saying these things to yourself? Well, I would. This is how I learned to recognize God's voice. First of all, um, you don't recognize anybody's voice outside of having time with them. Mm -hmm. Apart from having time with somebody, you will not recognize their voice. There's also a language that people use. So. Even if um, I have certain friends that I call by certain names, and even if you know how they have those voice synthesizers when people want to dis mm -hmm. uh, distort their voice, like on mystery shows and things. So there are certain yes. 
names that I call certain people that they know that they know that they know nobody else calls them. So even if I were to disguise my voice, they would know it's me because they, we have a relationship. So aside from having time, spending time and having a, a, a relationship, you're not going to. Now you're not going to know that it's his voice. However, there are times when people hear the voice of God, but they don't recognize it or acknowledge it as the voice of God. And that's when we say, something told me. I felt like I should have done this thing, right? And so that's how you recognize. It also lines up. What he says is going to line up with his word. Now, there are times when you're going to hear three voices, either your own voice, the devil's voice, or God's voice. And so to answer your question, how do you know what's your own self-thinking that or if it's God? Well, sometimes I have to say, God, well, I don't know if this is you, Lord, or if this is me, but I'm going to go ahead and do da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And because he has a relationship with me and he loves me, if it's not him, he's going to save me from myself. That's, that's just a relationship mm-hmm. that's what he does. Or if he permits me to go ahead in my own decision, and in my own way, he'll let me know that that wasn't me, even after the fact. And sometimes he permits things so that we learn from them and that we grow from them, right? So when your child was, mm-hmm. when your daughter was a child and maybe you said, uh, don't touch the stove. And she heard your voice. She recognized your voice. She understood what you said, but she decided to hear her own voice and say, I want to see what that feels like. And so you let her touch the stove, right? Mm-hmm, right. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's that relationship. We forget that yeah. God, while scripture says God is a God is spirit, Jesus came as a human being. He had the same emotions and dealt with the same things and suffered the same things that we as natural human beings experience and suffer and deal with. So we can't say, well, you know, Jesus wouldn't understand. Not true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Chen, you talk to a lot of people. Do you find that people sometimes hide behind the voice of God? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Positively. And then sometimes people will hide behind it, especially um, to people who they think don't know God or to people who they mm. think don't read, don't read the word or to people they want to think more highly of them. They want to impress people. Right. So there, mm. there are many reasons, but definitely people hide behind scripture and hide behind what God said and God this. And, and a lot of times now I'm going to say this, that can be dangerous. That can be dangerous when People are constantly doing that and constantly saying that because it's very possible that they could be lying on God. They could be lying on God. Mm-hmm. 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 Lying I believe to that. people about God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a dangerous game when you when you lie on God, when you lie to people about God. But also when you are using God to push an agenda that you know that God would not want you to do. So I know that's really dangerous. And so I know there are people that do it. So, and sometimes I think there are people who don't even realize they're doing it. So what do you say to that person who don't even realize what they're doing is pushing an agenda that really isn't God-like and it's really not God's voice. It's their mind telling them, this is what God said and that's really not God speaking to them. 
How do they recognize it? Because I feel like, I mean, having that relation, but you know, the mind is powerful. Like it is. The mind makes you do some crazy things and say crazy things. So yeah, what do you say to that person? So it depends on the relationship. Um, And I've had to have that conversation um, with people that I, I, I have close relationships with. And I would just, you know, take them aside. And I said, you know what? I, you may believe that's God, but that doesn't sound like God. And I want you to go back and make sure before you come back to me or, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. if we're in a group setting, um, because I am a leader, when you are a leader of people and God gives you stewardship over relationships and, and shepherdship, you are responsible to cover and to protect those people. I'll give you an example. I have a Bible study group we've been meeting almost 13, 13 some years now, right? And there are certain, um, there's been a time when a certain person who I know is well studied in scripture. They know the word, they know the word back and forth. And oftentimes when they would speak, they would continue to say, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, and I heard the Holy Spirit. And I've had to stop that person, unfortunately, in front of others and say, that doesn't sound like God. Right. So they'll mingle God in. They'll mingle him in. They'll mingle flesh with truth or lies with truth. And if you're not, the devil does it all the time. So if you're not familiar, then, you know, you you let people get away with that. So I address it. I say something. If it's somebody that I don't know so well, I might say, "Mm, I'm not so sure that was God. Or I I have said to people, "Mm, show me that in scripture. Right. Got to test the spirit by the spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say that again. Say that again. You have to test the spirit by the spirit. You have okay. to test the little s spirit by the Holy Ghost, by the spirit of the living God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. your spirit, when your spirit doesn't agree with something, right, that's little, then you have to, you know, like when the hair's on the back of your neck stand up, right, yeah. then it's okay to question. And if you have a relationship with this person who, who's always saying, I heard God say, it's okay to say to them, why do you feel it's necessary to always say that? Or we, I feel like you say that a lot. Do you realize how often you say that? Do, or you can say, do you realize that if I were a new convert, that would turn me off from Christ? You can call people out in a loving way. I would never, I would never call that person out. First of all, but I didn't even pay any attention, but I would never call that person out for the simple fact that whenever I have even given constructive criticism, it has been taken the wrong way. So I personally, listen, that's between you and God, but the person who brought it to my attention, I'm going to say that to them. Since you, since you've noticed it, you can just kind of like say something. And the person is very well read. Like the person that, that, that brought it to my attention, they're very well read. I feel like they do have a real good relationship with God and so I feel like they can actually, you know, share that information with that person. They won't get offended. Me personally, I can't say nothing. I can't even say breathe, breathe slowly. The minute I say something, it's like, so I was like, I don't say nothing. I was like, Ooh, okay. And keep it moving. That's not so, your assignment. That's right. That's yeah. not your assignment. And you don't cast your pearls before swine. You don't give your wisdom to someone's going to turn around and tear you and trample all over you and just, you know, go off. Yeah. You don't waste your time. Right. Um, so I'm glad that you yeah. brought that up. It's not for everyone to say, it's not for everyone, um, to address. And my experience has been when I know, 
um, and I'm led to say something and people don't receive it, I just get quiet. I let them go on and think what they want to think, um, you know, <laughs> and pray for them and keep it moving. I can't waste my time or my pearls. Yeah. They both yeah, come like from that. God. Wisdom comes from God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like that. God has redeemed the time, right? God has restored the time that and tells us to redeem it. For the days are yeah. evil. We are to make the most of this time and these opportunities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now starting out, when people first become, I don't want to say religious, but that's pretty much what I want to say. When they first become religious, you know, they kind of go all in. They are new, they are new in Christ. And they have guidance from some and sometimes the guidance coming from the some may not be the best way to teach people so when you are teaching people how to recognize god's voice what is your what is your outline what is your 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 plan for them to get started so they can start doing this you know should they read the bible three times a day should they write the scriptures down that they read how do you how do you help them learn how to to hear god's voice like for real not just something that you know is kind of made up in their heads so one i have to ask them have they given their lives to christ that's mm -hmm. the first thing right um and as i said he does speak to people who haven't given his life to them that's how some people have come to christ you understand mm -hmm. what i'm saying and mm -hmm. so because scripture says in john 10 27 my sheep hear my voice i know them and they follow me so i would tell people I'm not, i don't tell people how many times they read their bible i don't tell them how many times a week i do i do say get in the word daily spend time with the lord daily spend time with him regularly um, I also say that if you're in a place where you cannot read the word, at least talk to God who authored the word, right? You can't read the book, talk to the author. You can talk to the author because aside from reading scripture, you're never, ever really going to recognize um, on a regular basis voice. And so, um, and I had a wise woman say, well, because uh, I wrote a book called Anybody Can Learn to Recognize God's Voice. And she said, well, I don't know how you could do that. Um, she said, because he said, my sheep know my voice. Um, but so there's a difference between recognizing someone's voice and knowing someone's voice, right? So to recognize means that you have encountered them before. There's something I, I've encountered them before and to know again. To know someone's voice is you have had developed a relationship with them, meeting them and, and having spent time with them. I don't need my husband to call me and say, hello, Linda, this is Michael. I don't need him to say that. We have developed a relationship over the years. Um, and so there are also things where, think about it, if it's not scriptural, God talks to you the way he knows you will hear him. If you have more than one child, you can say the same thing to all the children, and one of they'll they'll hear you differently. Mm -hmm. They'll mm -hmm. hear you differently based on how they think, how they process their experiences, their feelings, and their emotions. And you said something very key at the beginning of the podcast where you said the mind is so powerful. It is the most powerful portion of the soul. Right. The soul is your mind, your will and your emotions. The mind is the most powerful of the three and it drives the emotions and it drives our choices is our thinking and our feelings. Mm -hmm. 
Make sense? You know, it does. I, I want to go back to what you said. You said sometimes you can hear God's voice, but then you can recognize God's voice. And when I, when you were saying that, I thought about that because I can hear your voice and know that it's you talking, but <clears throat> I can also hear somebody say something. And I say, yeah, I don't think Dr. Tim would have said that. And that's because I really know your voice. You know what I'm saying? Because I, because you know that person, that relationship. And I thought about that. You said it before, but I think it just clicked in my head. Like, yeah, I can hear a voice, but can I recognize a voice? That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I may have heard yes. your voice before, but if, if if someone said, well, Dr. Chen said this, and I'm like, yeah, that don't sound like Dr. Chen. Even though it's not your voice I'm listening to them, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound like something Dr. Chen would say. Like, I I know Dr. Ten. She wouldn't say that. So that I makes totally you. good sense. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. So I've had um, the enemy speak something to me that was scripture, right? But I knew mm. it was the devil. And it mm. was, yep. Well, he knows, Satan knows the word, <laughs> right? Well, he mimics it. He's a pretender. He's a deceiver. So I was having um, uh, an issue, if you will, with a friend. And we kind of weren't jibing. And I heard, this is what I heard. Well, you know, if you want to be a friend, you got to learn. If you want a friend, you have to be friendly. The scripture says he who wants a friend, you know, must show yourself to be friendly. He who has a friend, all of these ways, you can look at an inversion translation. And I said, mm, that's scripture, but that doesn't sound like God's voice. <laughs> that, mm. Because it sounded accusatory. Mm-hmm. You feel mm -hmm. me? So one of mm -hmm. the names of Satan is the accuser. Mm. So the words um, I can pull from scripture and he'll kind of weave truth. Like I said, weave truth into lie. And you have to ask the Lord for discernment. Father, I need you to help me discern. I need you to help me to be person. I ask for that every day of my life. Mm. Every day of my mm -hmm. life, I ask the Lord, help me to be discerning and perceptive and give me wisdom for my journey today. Right. So you can hear things in the spirit realm when no one's even saying something. You can feel something. You can feel a person's heart. You can feel a person. And I'm not making this up. You understand, you understand what I'm saying? Scripture mm -hmm. talks about perception. When the woman of God perceived that Elijah was a prophet, I perceive that this man is a prophet. He never opened his mouth, never asked for anything, but she discerned and perceived who he was by the spirit of God, yeah. by God, by God, because she had a relationship with God. He knew her desires. He knew when he came, he knew she wanted a son. Yeah. So, you know, you can have, you know, like I said, we'll say something told me, you know, I can, I share some experiences in my book that where God has spoken to me or where I've read a scripture and I meditated on it and things came to my mind, right? Things just mm -hmm. came to my mind. And um, so the book is, it's a 90 day uh, devotional and a journal. So mm -hmm. I talk about my experience and then share, and then I give you a, a chance the next day. What did you hear from God today? Can you find that in scripture? Does it line up with the word of God? And it helps a person to grow and to desire to grow in the Lord, to desire to have time with him. Um, you know, and I've told you many stories about hearing, 
um, what God say. And one day I went to go load the unload the dishwasher, and I got to like the third glass or something, and I said, "My, I'm like, these dishes are not clean. They're not clean." And right then and there, I thought, "Yep, God, that's like us." I said, "We go to places, we all cleaned up, looking clean, but just as." Black as dirt in our hearts, right? Just, just his yeah. hug. Look real clean. We're looking clean. We've got the religious jargon. We go to the meeting or the church or the Bible study every, however, whatever the frequency is. But on the inside, you know, we're just not clean. We can, we can behave very devilishly. We can behave um, with evil intent, but we look like a sheep. That's why God has to do the separating when he comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I got to tell you a quick story. So week before last, someone introduced me to this woman. And she's a woman of God. I didn't know it, though. I didn't know it before they introduced her. So we were having a Zoom call. And her spirit was so beautiful. It made me cry. And I don't cry easily. And I said to her, I was like, I can't even explain this right now. And we were talking business, Dr. Shin. We wasn't talking nothing life. It was just business. But it was something about her spirit. And that's when she said to me, I'm a pastor. I was like, oh. And then she said to me, she said, listen. And then she started crying. She said, listen, where you are going with this chamber, they're going to try to tear you down. She said, but we're going to be all behind you, pushing you forward. So I told my husband, I said, you know, God has put me in the middle of some powerful women of faith. There's you. There's another client. There's a friend now. She's a friend too. Like all, all of you are my, are my friends. I consider you friends. It's four of you. And, and I said to him, huh, I had to stop and think about that for a second. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm the type of person, Dr. Chen, well, that stuff kind of kind of goes over my head because I'm so focused on making sure everybody is right with the business world. Yeah. So that kind of goes over my head. But being able to discern, yeah, like the goodness that surrounded me. And when she said that to me, literally, when I tell you about an hour later, I got a nasty gram calling me a feminist. And I was like, and I said to my husband, she said it was coming. He was like, well, why would somebody say that? I was like, I have no idea. I have no idea. So I kind of, I replied back really nicely to the lady. I, I don't know if it was a lady or not. Her name was Beth, but um, it was just the weirdest thing. So even when, I think even when you can't hear it, be expert discernment. So you will know when they show up and you, and, and, and you can become aware because I was kind of like, it just kind of went over my head. And then I had to stop for a second when she appeared in my life. And I was like, there are four of them around me. Four that I feel like I could say, hey, Dr. Chan, I need to talk to you for a minute. Mm -hmm. I got something going on. There are four of you like that, that I really, in my spirit, I feel like really, really good that I could pick up the phone and mm -hmm. say, hey, I need to talk to you about something. Now, what I said to her was, you know, I said to her, I said, I have never, this has never happened to me where I just felt like this overwhelming, like, like, I, I can't even explain. It's crazy. But I feel like that's when God that was that was God speaking to me and I had to take a, me a minute to stop and listen so mm -hmm. that being said when people hear things like that sometimes it could scare them to death because they are not familiar with God's voice I grew up in the church I, I went to church my entire life 
So if I just stop for a minute and be still, like he said, I can hear him better. Mm-hmm. But for the person who did not grow up in church, for the person who has heard it and is running from it because they're scared, they're scared. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you say to that person? Like, oh my God, I think, I, I think that might've been God, but I'm scared to hear what he has to say fully because that for me, it was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, and then I had to just stop for a second and think about mm-hmm. my surroundings. I'm like, wait a minute now. I remember I told you when we first started doing the show, I felt like I felt like I should have been a pastor. I'm like, nah, not me. Like, no, no, no. And you said that's what you said too. And I'm like, nah, not me. But my husband had said that to me for 20 years. And I'm like, nah, he can't want me to do that because I'm not right yet. I'm not there yet. But anyway, what do you say to the person who's scared to hear God's voice? They can't discern um, because they're scared. Um, you mean like when they're, when they set out to do something or they're not sure that it was God? Yeah, How do you mean that? Like, I mean, like, like, like me, like if I had been, had I been a person that was afraid to hear God's voice, I would not have heard what she said and it would not have prepared me for the email that I got by the hour right after she said that. Mm-hmm. And so people are sometimes afraid to hear God's voice. So they kind of block it out because, you know, God is all almighty, all knowing all everything and so they can hear it but it's like i I don't want to hear that so because god is love and because god loves us so very much he will let us know he god will show you things or you'll hear certain that will let you know that you know that you know that it was god Mm -hmm. right he he has ways of doing that I mean, if he he can say he who said let there be and there was can certainly let a person know they'll know that no that's me talking, and and this is my way of letting you know that it's me. You understand what I'm saying? God will let mm-hmm. you know. Um, and as I told you, I I knew I heard his voice. I just at first I'm just like no. I denied it. Then I said I wasn't going to do it. Then I was scared to do it. And then what happens is when you are giving something to do by him when you're given an assignment and you don't act on it because of fear there comes what's called conviction holy spirit conviction god will deal with you just like a parent does when i've told you to do something and i have confirmed my word by two or three witnesses so you know that you know that it's me and because i'm all-knowing as you stated earlier i know that you know it was me now i sound like and and what's his name on jackie gleason i know that you know (laughs) know, right but god knows when you know Mm -hmm. and so when you know and don't do it it is rebellion you so mm. he deals with rebellion as 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 you would as a parent you you deal with rebellion you deal with it in love however you are led to deal with it um and however you do deal with it um but there have been times when i didn't step out on something in fear uh, listen let me tell you something and i i don't know if i'm telling <laughs> this story again but i had an idea that i did not follow through on and i knew the last idea came in a dream to me. I'm not an artist, but I rolled over on the side and my nightstand, I always keep a pad and a journal by my nightstand. And I literally drew a picture and it was of a bracelet with L. I told you this already. It nope. was, it was a picture of a bracelet with elephant charms on it. And the trunk was up. So I'd had this idea. I'd had the idea for well over a year. 
and there were boot bracelets. So my brother said to me, write the idea down, describe it, mail it to yourself in a certified letter and don't open the letter. That's what you call the poor man's patent, the poor man's patent. Copyright. Thank you. So I did that. But I stood and followed through on the idea. So one day I'm walking through the mall on my lunch hour. Never go to the mall. I never used to go to the mall. I was going. I said, well, let me just go over to the mall and see what's going on. I'm walking by and I look in Nine West Shoe Store. And in the window was a boot with a bracelet around it with an elephant with the trunks up. The very thing that God had given me. And so, I'm telling you, when God tells you to do something and you know that it's him and you don't do it, he deals with it. So at, yeah. so I saw this. So this lady was walking by and I grabbed her and I was pulling on her shoulder and I started crying. And I said, that's my idea. That's my idea. She didn't throw me off. She didn't call security, anything. But I went back to my desk after that lunch hour. I'm getting teary out as I think about it. And I wept and I cried and I apologized to the Lord. And um, then I saw it again in Spiegel catalog. All the boots had these little boots. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So years later, this is what the Holy Spirit said to me. He said, all of that money, you could have given tithe and offering to help people that you've been wanting to help from the money you could have made from the boot bracelets. And I said, God, if you mm. give me another idea, I promise you, I will follow through with it. And I have. Wow. So you can, you can try Ooh. to run if you want to. <laughs> Whew, that's a good story. I, you know, about 2000 and I think it might have been 2001. So I invented the plus size fashion dolls, me and one of my friends. Mm -hmm. And we were, we were, um, we had to fly to Dallas to be on a TV show. And the host of the show was called Insights on Fox um, Fox TV. The host of the show, she said, I've had this, this idea for years and I never did anything with it. So here we are with this idea that I had, shared it with my friend and we're on national television with these dolls. And she was like, I had that idea for years and I've Ooh. never done anything with it. And I'll never forget that. And I was like, wow. So yeah. you're right about that. He and he gives us, listen, he gives me so many ideas. I'd be like, Lord, you give me another one. Now I can't, but what I realized, Dr. Chen, they weren't all for me. Like all of the amazing things he gave me, they're not always for me. I hear they're you. They're for me to share with people. I love it. I have a friend like that. Just God just downloads. You ask her to create something, she creates it like this. Or she, you, or you talk to her about a conversation and she'll say, well, you know what? You should do this just like you, right? Very, 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 very bright and very creative. And um, so the, the point is that anyone can learn to recognize God's voice. We've got to tell them, God, I want to be able to recognize your voice. I've had people mm -hmm. say that to me. How can I recognize? Read his word and know when God is talking to you. So even for instance, like I heard the Holy Spirit said, you're not losing weight because you're not eating enough. And he wasn't talking about physical weight and he wasn't talking about natural food. He was telling me, you can't lose the weight of sin because you're not eating enough of my word, which is called the bread of life. Right. Mm -hmm. So God knows how to talk to me. He, mm -hmm. he knows how I hear him. Right. In the right. book of Mark, scripture says, be careful how you hear, not what you hear, but be careful how you hear. 
Break that down a little bit. Break that down some. What does that mean? So it means you can hear something in a way where a person, that's not what they mean. That That's not what they're saying. That's not how they mean it. That's not how you should interpret it. And so if you don't, under, like you can say something to somebody and they will get offended. And that's, you didn't even mean it to be offensive. That's what I mean by be careful how you hear something. Because a person who is very broken, um, that walks in a fence, that doesn't forgive easily, a person who is prideful, a person who gets their feelings hurt easily, will will not hear you oftentimes the way that you mean something. So we must be careful how we hear. Um, and I know people who have shut people out of their lives because they, they don't know how to hear. They, they just don't. It's one thing to not know how to listen. It's another thing to be careful how you hear somebody. Because even the meanest person can say something to you, and maybe this time they weren't trying to be mean. Mm -hmm. That's why discernment mm -hmm. and perception is very, very key. The Holy Spirit will tell you his intentions. These are my intentions. You can say um, in a different way, I love you. I, I love you. Yeah, yeah, I love you. You, you. I can say it in different in different ways, right? But if a person doesn't know how to express love, you have to be able to hear what they're saying. There are people, Dr. Chen, who are programmed to hear everything bad, the wrong way. Not bad, everything the wrong way. I know a few. I don't mm -hmm. care what you say to them. It's like walking on eggshells because you don't know... I could say the sky is blue, and they said, "Well, it look light blue." I was like, "Well, that's still blue." Yeah, but it's light blue. Okay, so there are people who are just programmed, just programmed to hear everything badly. I don't even. I think I feel like you got to give a class on that. Like, yes, because my daughter and I were talking about that this morning. It's so funny. She calls me, so she calls me this morning. She's 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 beefing. And I said to her, listen, you can't change the way that person is saying things. You can't change the way they do stuff. That's with them. Yeah, but I, she heard one thing. It hurt her feelings. And I said, don't let it hurt your feelings because it had nothing to do with you. Even though you think it has something to do, it did not. So there are some people who are just programmed to hear everything wrong to the point where you don't even want to be around them because you don't, you're walking on eggshells all the time. And I know a few of those people to the point where I don't be around them because I just can't deal with the negative. I feel like you got to give a class on that. Well, that, that can be something different. So that can be a person um, who is just walking in a fence and there, there's what the spirit calls, an, an, there's an argumentative spirit, people who just want to argue or people who yeah. just want to be right. That's a yes. little different from the person who um, is not hearing you properly. There's sometimes people just want to be right. And at some point you have to decide I'm simply going to stop talking and let them feel that they're right and that it's not worth it. So there's, yep. a, there's a huge difference. It's just not worth it yes. because we go down these rabbit holes and what ends up happening is it changes the atmosphere in our minds. It changes the atmosphere where we are. And the fact of the matter is we ourselves ought to be the thermostat and not the thermometer. We should be able to control our own atmospheres despite what someone else, you don't let someone else control your thermometer, your, your thermostat. Yep. 
That's why when you go to public places, they have one of those plastic things with a lock on it. You don't get to control the temperature in this place. That's what I told my daughter, Dr. Chen. Like, you can't let people control you. Don't let them control. That's her issue. Let her deal with that. You stay over here on your side and be cordial when you say, hey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I do. Hey. Don't spend that much time with them. Just, hey, keep moving. Yes. Yes. That is a trick of the enemy to take you down a dark hole. And, and, a, and a rabbit trail, whatever rabbit hole, whatever it is, when you have other things we could and should be doing. He's yeah. very, very subtle. And so recognizing God's voice is spending time because a devil can quote scripture to anybody. Listen, I had some teachers in, in theology school who could quote scriptures that I wasn't sure they were saying. They read the Bible <laughs> to and from that. I'm being real with you. Listen, the devil will infiltrate anything, won't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's his yeah. job. Yeah. That's yeah. his job to be, appear as an angel of light. That's what yeah. scripture says. He was an angel of light. So there are people speaking of that to kind of, kind of, kind of piggy tail off of that. There are people who bring you messages. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they say, God, and I've, I've done this myself because God has told me to say certain things and he doesn't say it to me like that very often like he'll tell me to share stuff but there have been times where he said tell them this and i'm like god mm -hmm. i can't say that but people will bring you a message mm -hmm. and it's coming from that person and but but they said god told me to tell you and i've seen that plenty of times in church god told me to tell you and i've said it myself Mm -hmm. How does the person on the on the receiving end of that know that that message is coming from God? I guess again it goes back to what you said, no God, because now it's coming yes. from a person. It's mm -hmm. coming from God via, through a person to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I ask them, I am God, is that you? And I'll say to the person, well, if that's the Lord, He will confirm His word in two or three witnesses. I say that to the person, and and what that also does is it makes people mindful. You just can't walk up to me and say anything. You, you, you're mm -hmm. not going to keep it because what happens is if you find an empty bucket that you could fill, you're going to keep going back and dropping stuff in that bucket. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've had someone say to me one time, um, the Lord says that you're no longer a teacher, that he's called you up to a higher level. Right. And I've had, I, this was an associate pastor in a church after I got through ministering the word. And they said to me, the Lord said to tell you that you're no longer a teacher. He's called you to a higher level. And I said, well, scripture says that the gift and callings of the Lord are without repentance. I said, so I don't think that's true. I said, but I'll pray about it. And I left it at that. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It is without repentance. Yeah. He's not going to call me to something and then revoke that calling because scripture says he doesn't do that. Right? He's not bipolar. Right. He's not schizophrenic. I'm the Lord thy right. God and I right. change not. He doesn't change his mind. So mm -hmm. you can mm -hmm. challenge, well, if that's the Lord, he'll, he'll, he'll confirm his word. Thank you for letting me know. I don't, I don't write them off immediately. Not necessarily, unless I know that I know. Um, you know, like the woman I was telling you that said, you know, God changed his mind about my calling. I, you know, I just, you treat people with kindness because sometimes people really believe that they have a word from the Lord. Sometimes people really, they really believe it and they don't always mean you harm. Sometimes people have been right. chosen to be, to be used by Satan and they don't know any better and then they go for it. Yeah. So you're yeah. either going to be an instrument for Christ 
or instrument for the enemy. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's so funny because I think about I think about what you just said. You're either going to be an instrument for Christ or an instrument for the enemy. But sometimes people are so desperate to be an instrument to anything. They, they don't even know that they have become an instrument for the enemy. Yeah. They just want to be. Yeah. They just want to be. So yes. I think that's a lesson within itself, too. How to recognize that part. <laughs> like, yeah. how to recognize being used by the enemy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That happens a lot in marriages. I'm t- I see it a lot. I see that more in marriages than I see in any. And marriages and with children and their parents' relationship where we will take something or our feelings will follow us into relationships. And that is exactly where the enemy loves. He's lives. He, he's going on about his business. He's planted the seed and sown the seed and we nurture it out of ignorance, out of selfishness, out of our emotions, right? Out of our emotions. And we nurture it because one thing that we don't like to admit, sometimes we feel good feeling sad. Like we feel good when we feel like that because, you know, we, we get attention from people and some people just really re- would yeah. rather feel that way than to get a breakthrough because that's their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you're comfortable in a place all balled up under the covers, you know, that's kind of really where you want to stay when you know you need to get up. You know you need to throw the covers off and get up and handle your business. Yeah. 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 That place of comfort. I said, I said today, um, when I closed out my show this morning, the the, the saying was, um, it was it had something to do. You have to have courage, and you, you can have courage or you can have comfort, but you can't have both. Mm. At least not at the same time. Say it again. You can have courage or you can have comfort, but you can't have both. At least not at the same time. That's how I close my show, which is true. I, Some people are just I comfortable. Love, I yeah, love it. So, I love uh, it. that comfort thing. Ooh, I tell you, boy, this, I think this was, a, all of them are good, but I feel like, I feel like somebody's going to get a breakthrough on this I one for real. to God, I do, I do. Because scripture tells us grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Grow in your knowledge of who he is. The only way you can grow in something is to keep going there, keep feeding yourself on it, keep practicing that thing, that self-discipline, right? Even when you don't feel like it in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to grow in the knowledge of who he is. My God, we've messed so many people up. We've messed so many people up because we don't continue to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord. He's my Lord. <laughs> The I one want thing I've learned from you is right, and that's the, I was about to say that the one thing I have learned from you over all of these uh, sessions, episodes that we've done is that if you want to know God, you got to get into God's word. Like if you want to hear from God, you got to get into God's word. And I was I was looking at this young guy um, recently. He he must have been about a good thirty years old. He's like I live in Proverbs, and I looked I looked at him because when you you know he, you don't you can't. When you look at him, that may not be what you see. He's like, I live in Proverbs. He's like, I live in Proverbs. He started quoting Proverbs, and I was like, yes. So, you know, I think for me, and I and I and I've been going to church my entire life, like as a little girl, and I and I, I think I've told the story how I kind of fell out with church because of a leader that I sat under. Mm-hmm. But that that didn't break my relationship with God, right? Awesome. That didn't break, that didn't break my relate. That broke my relationship with that with that ministry, not with mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. And so. 
I even me said to myself, okay, Orja, you got to get back into the word because you've been slacking off, girl. You got to get back into the word because you need yeah. to hear some things. Yeah. When I met when I met that woman a couple weeks ago and she said what she said and she and she said we we gonna have to push you. We got your back. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. But that was me saying, you got to get back to the word of God so you can hear. Mm-hmm. You can hear and know that it's coming from from me. Even if it's even if you don't hear directly from me, and I send a, I send a somebody to tell you that message, you need to be able to hear it. So mm-hmm. I learn a lot when I sit here with you on these Mondays. Um, I'm sure people learn a lot, awesome. and, I'm, and I'm hoping that it really helped them to change the way they think about things and move in life. Yeah, and if you want to know, I mean, if you want to learn math, what do you do? You you get in a math book. You want to. Uh, You know what I'm saying? We don't, nothing just comes by osmosis. You have to go and get it. You have to get in that place where it is. If you want spring water, baby, you got to go to the spring. I don't know what this stuff is in the bottle that they say spring water, but I know if I go to the spring that I I know I'm drinking spring water. Right. Right. Yes. Right. 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 Well, ma'am, we are at the, we are at the end of the show. Anything you want to share with anybody? before we before we uh say goodbye to the next two weeks i do i do i'm looking forward to we have a class um we've got our graphic artists creating the graphics now for our class called self-awareness that's going to be on in zoom and we will post that information when it comes up but that's going to address some of how you hear be careful how you hear self-awareness it's so important to be self-aware and to not want to strike back when people expose us to us And then always ask God, beloved, God, show me me. That's what I want to say. Ask God to show you yourself. When is the class coming up? It is April. It is April um, the 11th, 12th, and 13th of this year. And as soon as we get the graphics posted, we're going to launch it and put it on Eventbrite. And it will also be on the website. And what's the title of it, Dr. Chen? Self-awareness self-awareness <laughs> self-awareness y'all self-awareness. there you go listen take the class if you want to become more self-aware take the class april 11th through the 13th 2023 you can go to dr chen's website linda chen ministries.com that's for the person that's listening they can't see the screen www.lindachinministries.com go there check out the information sign up for the class especially if you want to become more self-aware you need to do this for yourself yes. all right dr chen thank you so much anytime i can help you keep this message going i'll be happy to do so thank you we're in this together sister yes ma'am we are peace. yes ma'am we are peace listen guys i hope you enjoyed another episode of keeping it real with dr linda chen i'm the co-host audrey bell kernel we'll be back in two weeks two weeks to bring you another great episode you guys stay safe out there and until next time until next time make it a great day bye y'all